Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello everyone, welcome to Chasing Spirituality. If you're new here, I am your host, uh, Megan, and I am so excited that you're joining us today. And if you're a frequent listener, welcome back. I'm excited that you're here as well. Um, And today I'm really just kind of feeling called to talk about our intuition and trusting that uh, connection, trusting our unique connection to spirit and our spirit guides, our spirit team, trusting our intuition and what comes through. And I think the reason why I really want to talk about this today is because I get a lot of clients for my channeled coaching sessions and they really want to work on connecting to their spirit guides. That's probably one of the number one things that I work with clients on is helping them overcome blockages and uh, limiting beliefs that they have within themselves so that they can cultivate deeper connections with their own intuition and connect to their spirit team. And because this has been such a theme um, within my own personal work lately, I just feel like a lot of other people could benefit from some information and some tips and tricks that have um, helped me and have helped clients and that I've seen that really work. So before we jump in, I just want to remind you that the Chasing Spirituality community is um, launching on March 1st. It may already be March 1st by the time this episode releases. I'm not sure what number I'm on, (laughs) to be honest with you. So if this is after March 1st, the community launched on March 1st. But if this is before on March 1st, the community will officially launch and be open to the public. And this is a uh, paid community. You pay a monthly subscriber fee of $29.99 a month, and this grants you access to the community. The community is a place where we can work together to really help you grow and expand in your spiritual gifts, but also just on your spiritual path and get uh, that deeper connection that we're going to be talking about today in this episode. So another thing about this community is it's also going to connect you with like-minded souls so that not only will you get instruction and advice and tips and tricks from me on a you know, pretty regular basis, but you'll also get to meet other people in the spiritual community that resonate with me and my content, which means you guys will also resonate with each other. And it's going to be a really open community where we can help each other grow. We can talk about things. We can have polls and discussions as well as the monthly spirit circles and private lessons. And it's just going to be a really, really great space. And I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see how this goes and, and, 
what we can create together. So if you're interested in that, um, feel free to visit my website where you can find more information. That's ChasingSpirituality.com. If you have any questions about that, you're more than welcome to email me uh, at ChasingSpirituality at Yahoo.com. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you may have about the community. Um, also, um, I, I do have appointments available for March. I may be booked for February if this comes out. Um, if this comes out in February, it's definitely going to be at the end of February. But my March calendar is open and I definitely have several spots available. So make sure that if you're wanting to get in on my books for channeled coaching or Akashic Record reading, Reiki, whatever um, you're feeling called to, make sure that you check that out. So let's just go ahead and dive straight into this episode. So like I mentioned, I have found that there's a lot of people um, that really need guidance or want advice on how to cultivate deeper connections with their own spirit team, their own spirit guides, and just have um, really just deeper spiritual experiences. Um, and I think that this episode is going to cover a lot of things that I didn't necessarily talk about in my spirit guide episode. So if you're specifically wanting uh, tips and tricks on how to connect to your own spirit guides. Um, I recommend you go back and listen to that episode first if you haven't listened to it already. I do go into depth on connecting to your spirit guides and things that you can do and practices that you can incorporate into your own life to uh, cultivate that uh, deeper connection with them. There's also a pairing uh, meditation where I guide you to connect to your guides. So that episode or those episodes are really good to develop a stronger connection with your guides. But this one in particular is going to be more on, um, I guess more in general, how can you have more spiritual experiences and how can you connect to your spirit team and trust your own gut, trust your own intuition, trust what's coming to you and the importance of that trust. So the number one thing that I talk to clients about and that I share with clients when we work together on um, forming that connection. It really has to do with trust, trusting yourself and trusting the information that you're receiving. And I find that a lot of people have a lot of doubt. They have a lot of self-doubt. They have a lack of confidence on their own abilities and what they can do and what they can achieve. And this actually tr deeply impacts our connection to our spirit guides and to our spirit team and to our intuition. And it's not because when you doubt yourself that your spirit guides don't communicate with you. It's not because they leave you whenever you're having self doubts or they're not going to try if you're not uh, believing it. They're still going to try. They're still, they're still going to send you messages. They're still going to try to communicate with you. They never leave us. And I tell this to people all the time. They never, ever leave. So if you feel abandoned, if you feel left, please understand that this is simply just a block that you're experiencing. This is something that you're going through that is internal. It actually is not real. Our guides never leave us. They never abandon us. They're always with us. Now, with that being said, sometimes they will pull back if we become a little too dependent on them. But it's not that they're leaving. It's just they're encouraging us to trust ourselves and to trust what we know, what we feel, what we see, what we hear. You know, trust those clairs. And if you want more information about the clairs, I did do a couple episodes on some of the primary clairs. So you can go back and listen to that and try to figure out more about your own unique gifts. 
But I do want to talk specifically about trusting yourself and trusting that connection. And I've said this so many times before that everyone can connect to spirit. And I truly believe that. I believe that we as human beings are actually spirit within. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And because of that, we can naturally connect to the spirit world. It's actually not difficult. It's really not hard at all. The thing is, is because of the the type of society that most of us grow up in, the types of families that we grow up in, and just the pressure that we put upon ourselves because of these con- these conditions, we have this belief that we can't do it. We have this belief that we can't do the same things that someone we vi- we feel that is more experienced or that we put them on a pedestal or they have more value than us. We feel like we can't do what they can do. And I want to go ahead and tell you right now that you can do everything that I can do. I'm a psychic medium. I connect to people's energy all the time. I connect to people's loved ones, their spirit guides all the time. I connect to my own spirit team. I connect to my own guides all the time. And guess what? You can do that too. You don't need to do anything fancy. You don't need to take a special course. You don't need to meditate for hours and hours and hours. You can do exactly what I can do. The only difference between you and I is that I've done the work on myself. I've done the work to work through those uh, subconscious blocks that prevent me from believing in myself, that give me that lack of self-worth and that lack of uh, confidence. And that's not to say that I still don't have those blocks because I do. I definitely have my bad days. I definitely second guess myself. I definitely have doubts. And the the thing is, is since I've done the work so much and I've continued to change that pattern, I've continued to push into my mind, into my body, into my soul that I can do this. I can do this. I have this ability. This is inherently my gifts. I have this unique connection to spirit. And anytime I've had, you know, limiting beliefs and I've had those doubts creep in, I have done the work on those to see why do I feel this way? What is making me feel like I'm not good enough? What is making me want to put my power into someone else, into another reader, into another psychic? When I've had those thoughts and feelings come up and when I still have those thoughts and feelings come up, instead of me um, adopting that belief, instead of me attaching to that that conditioned pattern and saying, oh, this is my truth. I believe this. Um, I must not be good enough. Now I start to question it and I start to ask myself What am I scared of? Why am I afraid? Why do I feel this way? Where is this coming from? Uh, What pattern am I, um, you know, going back to today? And I really just question it. I have a lot of awareness around that. And it's not something that happened overnight. It's not something that's going to happen quickly. It's something that you build upon. It's something that happens the more that you put into yourself, the more work that you do, the more aware you're going to become. And you're still going to have your bad days. Your your fears, your, your negative thoughts, your self-doubt, it's still going to creep in. It's never going to go away. It's just as time goes on, you start to realize that it really is just an ego-based fear and it's not your truth. And you have the ability to choose your beliefs, to choose your own inherent beliefs about yourself and about what goes on in your life. So own that, 
know that you have the ability to change your life. You have the ability to change who you are and to change the way that you view about yourself. And whenever we can pour it back into ourselves, when we can pour understanding and compassion and love into ourselves, that's actually going to radiate out into our external world and we're going to be more and more validated and that's kind of what happened to me on my own personal journey you know I had this spiritual experience this really deep spiritual awakening it was definitely a kundalini experience and I was able to see just how connected I am to everything and everyone to spirit to my soul to to everything I had this oneness effect and if you've ever had a if you've actually gone through a kundalini awakening then you know exactly what I'm talking about if you haven't then one day when you experience that you'll you'll know what that connectedness is that I'm talking about um but it it really opens your eyes to big shifts to see how you've been living your life um, in a way that's not truly in alignment with your truth. That's not really, um, that's not actually real. And so after I had this experience, it really opened me up to do the work on myself. Because once you have an experience like that, when you have a really, really crazy spiritual experience, it's not going to last. And that's another thing that I'm going to talk about a little bit later in this episode. So, you know, when you have a spiritual experience, it does really open the doors for you to be able to do the deeper work. The spiritual experience is not going to last forever. So when you come back to reality, whenever you come back to, you know, your real life and your real grounded self, then you have to do the work. You have to work through those limiting beliefs, work through those subconscious blocks and start telling yourself what you want to believe. Start lifting yourself up, start pouring that love and understanding and compassion into yourself. So if you're wanting to have more spiritual experiences, if you're wanting to have that really just really cool mystical experience that people talk about, if you're wanting to deepen your connection with your spirit team and with your guides and with your intuition, you have to do the work. And I know a lot of people may not like to hear that, but if you're listening to this podcast, I bet that that's right up your alley because most of my listeners, they want to do the work. They really do. They want to change. They want to change their life for the better. And so know that everything that you're doing for yourself, the the limiting beliefs work, the working on your blockages, working on your triggers, um, doing that, that deep, deep inner healing, that shadow work aspect, know that that is really going to change your life, not only make you like a happier, better person, but it's also going to help you be, to be able to trust yourself more, to trust your intuition, to trust your spirit team and trust the unique connection that you have. So now I want to talk back about having those kind of, uh, crazy mystical experiences and those deep spiritual experiences. You know, a lot of people will get into, um, a, a pattern of wanting to chase these, these experiences, especially if they've had one before, whether it was an accidental, uh, awakening like mine, I would, mine just happened during meditation. I was doing meditation every single day and I was getting really, really deep into my practice, really, really deep into breath work. And I had a random Kundalini experience. Some people they have a Kundalini experience when they do, uh, psychedelics or other kind of substances. Um, sometimes it is through breath work or yoga or Kundalini yoga or something like that. And, you know, all of this is fine. I don't have 
anything against psychedelics or um, just doing certain practices and exercises to cultivate those or to create those uh, mystical experiences. But what I do have a problem with is us becoming addicted to the experience. Because when we start chasing the spiritual experience, we're not really... We're not really in alignment with our highest good because we don't have to chase anything. And we forget that our humanness is just as important as our spiritual side. If we were only here to have spiritual experiences, then we wouldn't be a human. So it's important to understand that your human nature is just as important as your spiritual nature. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that because I agree with you. The spiritual experience is really freaking cool. Like it is so cool, but we can get caught up in just searching, 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 chasing, chasing, chasing that we become blocked because we're not actually doing things for our highest good and what's best for us. And then we end up becoming super ungrounded or become frustrated because then we become blocked and nothing that we're doing is actually going to give us the spiritual experience that we're looking for. So just keep in mind that if you are more so chasing spiritual experiences, ask yourself why. Ask yourself what is driving you to chase this spiritual experience. Is it because you really want some kind of release? You're looking to ex escape? You know, a lot of people, we want to escape from the, the human world because it's tough. It's hard. There's a lot to learn here. There's a lot to do here. But if you didn't have lessons to learn, if you didn't have things that your human side didn't need to know, you wouldn't be here. So just keep in mind that while it's really cool and it's really neat to have these spiritual experiences, that's not what it's all about. And eventually you will become blocked if that's all you're after. And... You know, I've honestly learned on my spiritual journey that some of the most profound spiritual experiences I have had has been when I have been 100% sober, not trying to actually have a spiritual experience, but more so just trying to do something good for myself, trying to support myself, trying to um, pour that love and that support and that understanding and that compassion into myself. That's when I've had the biggest uh, reality shifts and the biggest breakthroughs. So just keep that in mind if you are are really more so on the end of chasing that spiritual high, that spiritual experience. Another thing that is really important other than doing the work and, you know, well, let me touch on doing the work a little bit more. So when we do the work on ourselves, when we pour that love and that compassion into ourselves and we start to really, really step into our authentic truth and, and who we really are, that is going to create more spiritual experiences and deeper spiritual connection. And the reason for this is right, you know, when we have these limiting beliefs and we have these blockages and things like that, we're not in true alignment with who we are. And so if we're not in alignment, then we're not vibrating at our highest vibration. And in order for us to connect to our higher self, connect to our spirit team, we need to have a higher vibration. Not to say that your spirit guides can't communicate with you if you're vibing low. They definitely can. 
because like I said, they're always communicating with us. They've never left us. They're always with us. But we can actually have a deeper connection when our vibration is higher. We can perceive the actual messages better. We can receive them better. We can understand them better. And so it's really important to know that when you actually heal and you actually go through the motions of becoming your better self, becoming in alignment with who you are, being true, being authentic, that's going to raise your vibration and that's going to strengthen your connections with your higher self, with your spirit team. So all of that work that you're putting into it, if you're not seeing um, any changes in your spiritual connection at the moment, know that you will. And I would really like to push back on that and challenge that and ask yourself, has your spiritual growth changed in the last couple months, in the last year, in the last couple years? And I bet that you can look back now and say, well, yeah, it actually has since I've done the work, since I've put um, more um, healing into into myself and I've been more authentic and stepped into my truth, I actually have had a lot more spiritual experiences or I have had a deeper connection with my spirit team. And, you know, it may not be as super profound as what you're expecting, but know that it is growing and it has strengthened. And then that's another thing is, you know, you've got to let go of expectations. You know, when we let go of what we expect things to be, we're able to have more unique experiences that actually are more grounded in who we are and how our team communicates with us. Because like I've said in other episodes, your gifts are different from my gifts. My gifts are different from someone else's gifts. We all have a spiritual connection, but we also all communicate with spirit in different ways and spirit communicates with us in different ways. So if you're only, you know, looking to connect to spirit through clairvoyance and you're like, well, I'm not going to believe that spirit's communicating with me unless I can see it with my own two eyes. Well, then there's a possibility that you're shutting off all of these beautiful potential connections that you can have through other ways. You know, I'm not a very visual person. I don't see spirit very often. I actually feel spirit the most. And so I tell this to clients all the time is, you know, uh, feeling, which is our clairsentience, is one of the easiest ways for us to connect to energy or to the spirit the spirit realm. And it's because we're all we're all sentient beings. We feeling is is how all beings can communicate. We can all communicate through feeling. And so if you're only focusing on what you can see or what you can hear, then you may be disregarding what you're feeling. And what you're feeling is just as important as what you can see and what you can hear. I remember in the beginning of my journey, I would get so frustrated and I would say, why can't I be like other psychics and other mediums and actually see visions or see spirit? And I would get so angry and I would think that, um, other psychics and other mediums are better than I am and that I can't do this and I can't give readings. And I had to learn that I can see when it's appropriate for me to see. I can hear when it's appropriate for me to hear. I can feel when it's appropriate for me to, to feel and that none of it is wrong and no gift is better than the other. And so really, um, paying attention to all of your clairs, to all of your gifts and all of the potential ways that you can connect to your intuition and you can connect to spirit is really going to help you cultivate those deeper connections because it's going to bring more awareness around yourself and around how spirit communicates with you. But then you're also going to signify to your spirit team like, hey, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to what you're sending me, whether it's through my knowing or my feeling or my sight 
or whatever that may be. So that's really, really important is not to judge yourself, not to compare your gifts to someone else's and to really trust and believe that you're, what you're experiencing is real. You know, because of the self-doubt, because of the lack of confidence, a lot of times we will second guess ourselves and we'll say, oh, well, I must have just made that up. Um, that couldn't be real or I'm not sure if what I saw or what I felt or what I heard was actually spirit. Maybe I just made it all up. And I I just want to encourage you to stop that stop that negative thinking and instead give yourself grace, give yourself compassion, and give yourself love and say, "You know what? I believe in myself. I believe that my spirit team communicated with me today and that's how they did it." And know that that's that's enough. When you start to validate those experiences and you start to acknowledge spirit when they do communicate with you in those little ways, acknowledge that. And you're going to notice that it picks up. You're going to see more of it. You're going to feel more of it. You're going to experience more when you can validate what you're already experiencing. Another thing about um, deepening that spiritual connection that also goes with doing the work and, and working on your authenticity and being yourself. Another reason why this is so important is because as you build your connection with spirit and as you grow and raise your vibration, this happens over time as you become more and more in alignment with your truth and more and more and more in alignment with who you are. So as you do this, you're going to notice that your gifts start to grow, that you're able to hold space for energy and and for spirit in different ways and I'm just going to kind of give a little example of what I mean by this to hopefully put this into perspective so let's say you're at the very beginning of your journey and all of a sudden you get this super super strong overwhelming feeling and let's say that your entire body just feels super super heavy or super hot or you get this really crazy sensation in your head or in your stomach if you're at the beginning of your journey there's a very high chance that that's going to scare the shit out of you like I'm not gonna lie that happened to me in the beginning of my journey and I wasn't sure what was going on I didn't know why I was experiencing experiencing these things I didn't know if I was ready and it scared me and so when we become scared when we have spiritual experiences it can make us shut off our gifts even more and put up more blocks because now we're scared so another thing that doing the work and making sure that you're slowly building yourself up and you're slowly raising your vibration as you do the shadow work and as you heal it's going to make sure that you're actually ready when you start to strengthen that connection and you start to deepen that spiritual connection within yourself and you know if you experience everything really fast all at once it it can be really overwhelming and this is what can happen when some people chase those experiences and they decide to do psychedelic psychedelic journeys and things like that which again like I said I don't have an issue with doing certain things to you know have have spiritual experiences it's just there is the probability that it can be too much for us too soon and even if you kind of kickstart your spiritual experiences with a psychedelic journey or with some other kind of um, practice or kundalini yoga or something, you know, it's not going to last. So you still have to do the work on yourself to continue having those kind of experiences. So again, kind of touches back to what we were just talking about, but it's all really, really relevant and it's all really connected. 
So the next thing I want to talk about when it comes to having more spiritual experiences and deepening that connection to spirit and to your, into your intuition, like I said, trust and healing is definitely like number one and number two. And then this goes right along with it and it's being courageous and doing, um, things that really bring awareness to around your fears and conquering those fears. I have noticed that every time I'm scared of something, if I decide to push through that fear and I put myself out there anyways, or I take a a leap of faith or I take that next step, even though I'm terrified, I am so rewarded. I'm so blessed. I end up manifesting huge things or that the universe just responds in so many beautiful beautiful ways and whether that's be connecting to my guides on a deeper level than I ever have before or like I said just manifesting something that I didn't think I was ready for or that maybe I never believed that I could actually get and so making sure that not only are you staying super authentic and true to yourself but you're also facing those fears and I know that sometimes that's easier said than done but it really does work and it really does help. And you'll notice that the more you're able to confront your fears and work through those, whether it's a little bit at a time or whether it is just a big leap of faith, you're going to cultivate that deeper connection with your spirit, with your spiritual team and with your higher self. And you're going to be blessed for it. You're going to be rewarded for it. And it ends up being one of the most profound spiritual experiences that you could have. And so the last thing that I really just want to touch on on this episode that is going to really help you deepen that spiritual connection is just taking care of yourself. And I don't mean just body. I mean mind, body, soul. And mind, body, soul is connected to that growth, to that healing, to that shadow work. You know, when we are able to confront our fears, that is helping us on an emotional and spiritual level. When we're able to do the shadow work and work through our triggers and heal ourselves, that's going to help us on a spiritual, physical, and mental level. But then also, you know, taking it day by day and asking yourself, what are you um, consuming? Not just food-wise, but what are you consuming energy-wise? Who are you around? How are they um, affecting you? Are you speaking up? Are you are you setting boundaries? Are you telling them how you feel? Are you being authentic? Um But also, you know, are you taking care of yourself? Are you going outside and getting enough sun, getting fresh air, spending time in nature? Are you giving back to yourself? Are you um, taking time to do the things that you love, to do the things that you're passionate about? This is all connected to that humanness that I was talking about. And yes, we want to cultivate spiritual experiences, but to have spiritual experience, to have spiritual experiences, you have to also honor your humanness. And that means taking care of your vessel, taking care of your body, but also taking care of your mind and your soul as well. So doing the things that you love, doing the things that light you up, spending time in nature, spending time with people that you that you just love, people that you vibe around, um, taking time to do fun things, to do things that you're passionate about, to do things that make you happy, you know, reading your favorite book, taking a long bubble bath, eating the foods that fill you up, that nourish you, um, and even eating the foods that just feel good because we are human and we deserve to have that too. So really um, taking care of yourself, doing the work, putting that back into yourself, all of this is going to lead to a deeper spiritual connection. 
And I hope that you're not sitting here thinking, this is not what I wanted to hear. I do not want to do the work on myself. I do not want to do shadow work and I do not want to do the healing. That is not how I want to have spiritual experiences. But it's just the truth. Like it really is. Sure, you can go out and you can have forced spiritual experiences. You can go and do psychedelics and you can do kundalini yoga and you can meditate for 12 hours. And there's a a high chance that you might have a spiritual experience. But what about when the spiritual experience is over? Again, it doesn't last forever. And whenever you're out of that, that heightened state, you're going to plummet and you're going to be right back to where you were. But if you actually do the work by becoming who you're meant to be, by being authentic, by setting boundaries, by healing, then you're going to have longer lasting spiritual experiences because they're going to be part of who you are. They're going to resonate with who you are now as a healed individual and as a healed person. So that's my advice on how to cultivate more spiritual experiences and how to strengthen that that connection with with your intuition and with your spirit team. So just make sure that you trust yourself, that you believe in yourself and that you're filling your own cup and you're pouring all of that love and compassion into yourself because that's what's going to connect you to your guides and your loved ones in spirit and trust, you know, definitely trust yourself. If you're looking for, again, if you're looking for a community that can really help you with that, to help you strengthen your intuition and help you grow on a whole new level, uh, I definitely recommend you checking out the Chasing Spirituality community. We're going to do this kind of work together. Um, we're going to have circles where we can practice, which is another way to give us that amazing validation so that we can start trusting ourselves and really building that connection. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you haven't done so already, definitely go and give me five-star review and rating on Apple. I would appreciate it so, so, so much. It really helps me out in the podcast world and helps me get more listeners. And it's just, um, it means the world to me. I'll go and I read all of your reviews and it just lights me up and makes me so happy to know that you resonate with this. So, um, I will see you guys on the next one. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. Listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com, you can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. <laughs>